0: Hey everyone and welcome to this episode of the Happy Hour Podcast hosted by yours truly, Gretchen Garrity. It's kind of like a late night pod vibe this evening due to some unforeseen circumstances, honestly. It was going to be like a midday pod sesh, but one late night being like 10 o'clock, but I kind of love this for me. I feel like I need to always record like late night because I feel very chilled out and like I just have all the time in the world to chit chat and sometimes I feel like if I record midday I am like oh my gosh I have something scheduled in like an hour and a half I got to crank this out like I can't run on too long or go on too many tangents um so (laughs) warning I'll probably digress no don't worry I have my outline I feel like some of you guys think I'm just a hot mess over here which like I probably am 99% of the time but like I do plan my episodes which brings me to Why do you guys listen to this podcast? (laughs) I'm like genuinely curious because sometimes I'm like, oh, like I'll get so excited to pod, for example, today due to the unforeseen circumstances. I'm like, okay, I'm going to record late night. And then, like, I really wanted to because I've been looking forward to it all day. I feel like I've had like a really busy day, which I can tell you a little bit about. Like, do you care? (laughs) But, um, Like, I've been looking forward to pod because, like, it's so fun. I just get to chit-chat. And then I'm like, do you guys – care like i don't know why i always doubt myself maybe because i'm just talking to myself as i'm recording but then i get like the best feedback from you guys especially my last episode with caitlin nolan like you guys were loving so much it literally was making my day i just actually couldn't believe like two separate girls and probably more like i feel like i'm so bad at seeing um but i (laughs) i'm so humble over here i'm like literally so many of you are posting on your instagram stories no but there was two in specific that stick out to me because it was two separate girls And they were posting on their Instagram story, just, like, chit-chatting in the car, talking to their Instagram story. And they were like, oh, I just listened to Happy Hour podcast with Caitlin Nolan. Or maybe they were listening to, like, her podcast with me. And they were just saying that they, like, loved my podcast, her podcast, whatever. And I don't know. It just, like, really made me feel good because, again, I am always, like, talking to myself. And so... Obviously, I get so much, like, written from you guys to me that I'm not making any sense. I get so much written feedback from you guys, like, in my DMs, on comments, on my posts and stuff. Um, but then just to see you in, like, real life, chit-chatting, video, being like, I love the Happy Hour podcast. Or when people are like, oh, yeah, I recommend you listen to the Happy Hour podcast. I'm like, really? <laughs> Silly old me. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm actually curious. Like, if you guys are comfortable enough sharing if you, like, want to. Maybe on my last post on my Happy Hour Podcast Instagram, which you should follow, by the way, if you don't, I... Well, I guess maybe you don't have to. It's, like, not too crazy over there. It's just I post when there's new episodes and stuff. So in case you ever would miss one, like, you wouldn't if you follow that Instagram. So on my last post promoting this episode, you could comment, like, why you listen and what you like and stuff. But then, see, I always question myself, but then I understand. Like, I really get it because I just visited my mom and sister for the weekend went back home where i'm from albany new york and i was so excited for the drive there and the drive back to listen to the what we said podcast like that is like the highlight of my day when i get to listen to their podcast i just love jc and chelsea and every episode i don't know it just like brightens my day and it's comforting like listening to them and what made me realize that is one of the girls i already mentioned talked about my podcast on her instagram story and she was saying how i'm like her comfort youtuber and that literally is the best compliment like so freaking sweet because i'm like wow if i can be that way for somebody else the way like the what we said podcast is to me or aspen Overd's videos like they just will always be so comforting to me like i just feel like everything's okay and like I'm chit-chatting with my best friend so if that's how this is for you wow like I that is the highest compliment to me that is so sweet so yeah I was just kind of thinking about that on my long drive home and drive back I feel like I always overthink everything on my long drives and just contemplate I'm like how's my content doing is everyone liking my videos why does anyone even listen to this gosh dang podcast I'm like I like filming it or recording it but yeah and I also listen to Tori De Simone's podcast Manifest with Tori De Simone and I just love hers too and I also feel very comforted by her especially because we're like friends in real life I just feel like we're kind of catching up which by the way can I go on a little tangent to my tangent (laughs) if that's okay honestly see this is the other thing though, like in the podcast I listen to, this is my favorite part when they just like chit chat in the beginning. So I hope this is okay with you guys. But I was thinking as I was listening, I was like, Gretchen, you have to remember to share something with your podcast later. And then the whole rest of the ride, I'm like, gosh, what was it? I can't remember. I'm remembering right now. Thank goodness. Cause I'm recording, which is, I was thinking about the name of Tori's podcast, Manifest Tori Simone. You guys, I just feel like recently I have been the most like crazy manifester or I just have been noticing how much I'm manifesting like in my day-to-day life and it's really crazy honestly if I look back to like my childhood I think a lot of my dreams and goals I feel like I'm sounding like braggy and I'm not trying to be that way at all I'm like I'm accomplishing all my dreams and goals over here No, what I mean is like I don't know I just feel like I've been so like I I'm very like sure of myself or I don't know if that's the phrase i kind of know what i like um, and kind of what i want in my life i guess and i just think if i could go back 10 years to when i was 15 which is so crazy i think a lot of like what i would see myself being or doing at 25 and like what my dream life would look like that's like really what i'm living right now um so i feel like in a long term sort of sense i am good at manifesting But also, like, day to day, I'm just really noticing. It's ever since my best friends, Luis and KP, were visiting here, they were like, Gretchen, you literally manifest so much. Like, they were just pointing it out to me. So it, like, drew my attention to it and my awareness to it. And just, like, silly little things about us going to Soul Cycle, Or I was like, yeah, every single time I drive on this highway, it rains. Like, it will rain on the way home. And it did. And, like, I know that sounds stupid, but just, like, I don't know. I just feel like I speak so many things into existence. That's really what it is. Like... I was playing board games with my mom and sister back home and they're like Gretchen you're so annoying because I literally would roll the dice and I would be like I'm getting a two I can do this Gretchen you're getting a two that's exactly what you want you're gonna get to be on the place that you need to be in the game you're gonna roll a two and I'd roll a two like I don't know and I've also just always had really good luck my whole life but maybe it's really that I'm like speaking it into existence and like focusing my energy on that and I just kept being, like, it was Trivial Pursuit, in case you guys are wondering. I literally just found out what that game was, and we were obsessed playing with it. My mom and my sister love it. And I would pick up a card, and I would be like, you got this, Gretchen. You're so smart. Like, I was literally saying this out loud. They're like, Gretchen, you're so annoying. But I'm like, you're so smart, Gretchen. You know this answer. Like, you can do it, girl. Like, you were going to get the little pie to put in your piece if you guys played. You know, you know. And, like, I would get it right. I just feel like. And then the times that I, like, wouldn't say that about myself, like, I wouldn't get it right. So I don't know. I just have been thinking about how powerful your words are in speaking things into existence. And I'm probably so annoying to my friends. But if I am around any of my friends, especially my sister, who are speaking negativity, like, into their life or into the universe, or, like, you know, I'll be like, stop right there. Don't say that about yourself. Don't, like let yourself continue on the narrative. Like, oh, I'm just not a person that wakes up early or I am this type of person. I'm like, no, 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 no. Don't say that about yourself. You can be whoever you want to be and like write your own path in life and like create your own destiny. (laughs) Wow. That sounds deep. Okay. Sorry. I'm digressing, but I did want to bring that up because seriously, all of that is to say the words you speak out loud are very impactful, especially the words that you are thinking in your brain and your thoughts. Like everything is just so powerful and I just feel like you have way more control of your life than you think at sometimes. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> okay. Back to where we are. Okay, so this episode title is adjusting to life as an adult. Slash kind of really what that means is maybe what I didn't expect with adulthood and we're before we're going to dive in, we have to catch up on life a little bit, but yeah, this is just a really fun topic. I know I haven't covered this before, really. You know, maybe here and there, I'm thinking of like my post grad episode, like graduating college. Like, that's kind of like your first step into like young adulthood. But I feel like now at 25, <laughs> I'm like, listen to me, you guys, so wise, right at the age of 25. But I just feel like there are some lessons I've learned in the past mm, five, six years that I just thought would be relatable slash if you're younger than me, maybe it could teach you some things like funny at times, but also serious at other times. And yeah, basically I was just talking with my best friend Taylor, my friend here, Gracie recently, kind of both of them separately. We ended up talking about how moving away from home into a new city without like pre-existing friends or family there has like really just thrusted us into adulthood like we really just had to figure it out kind of like sink or swim and it's really made us grow up and I think it's been very transformative to me moving to Pennsylvania to a town where I knew no one before I got here obviously with my boyfriend and my dog but without knowing anyone else like really forced me to grow up and specifically gain independence which was so important for me and changed my life, honestly. And I've talked about that a bunch. But yeah, that's kind of just an example of what I was saying, like moving away from home really made us grow up. So before we get into that, um, I'm like bouncing around all over. I'm reading my notes and I'm like, what? I already asked you guys (laughs) why you listen to this podcast. But I wanted to briefly mention before, like, I guess this is like a life update. I hit 10 years on YouTube recently. It was actually April 1st wow, was exactly 10 years since I uploaded my first YouTube video. Like, holy camoly. 10 years if some of you maybe just didn't know that, didn't see on my Instagram. I'm sure the majority of you did not see that first video. We're not following back then. Like, what? That was 2012. The world was so different. That was such a different time. YouTube looked so different. Being an influencer wasn't a thing yet. Instagram, I don't think, was created in 2012. Like, it's just so mind-blowing to me. I had brown hair. I had braces. I had just turned 15. And I uploaded a daily makeup routine as my first video, and it... Was not I definitely, like, was not wearing makeup to school yet because I I probably had no confidence to be doing that. Like, I was a freshman in high school. But I had so much fun with makeup, and so I was, like, painting my face with makeup. That was my first video. And I probably got, like, 50 views, and I thought I made it. Like, (laughs) I just... Sorry, that was a little trip down memory lane. But I'm so nostalgic. That's something else, side note, that I feel like has come with adulthood, being nostalgic. Nobody tells you that. How nostalgic you'll be about your childhood. And even like recent years, even something that's not that long ago, but like 2017. I'm like, damn, that was like five years ago now. What the heck? I don't know. I just feel like the nostalgia has been hitting me and I'm sure it only gets worse the older you get. You're like, wow, remember when I was 10? (laughs) But yeah, guys, things were sticking with me through this journey in life. 10 years I've been on social media, like holy moly. I'm sure the majority of people- you guys follow listen to on social media have not been around for 10 years i don't i really don't know how that started so really, i mean i do and i've talked about it a million times my best friend at the time showed me youtube videos and i was like heck yeah i love makeup i'm gonna make one right this second and i did and it was with my white macbook and my purple bedroom that is still purple to this day <laughs> my childhood home And I just never stopped posting because I think it was just such a creative outlet for me and just purely fun. I did not make money for years. I didn't know you could. Maybe you couldn't even really in 2012. And I just never knew it would bring me to this point in life. And it would literally turn into my whole life, my career, everything. So that's that on that. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. And I feel like I get more nostalgic. Like I just said, I was home- in albany this past weekend my mom's birthday is actually tomorrow um but we celebrated this weekend because she works during the week and she was like why don't you just come for the weekend so we can go out to dinner do all the things and it was really lovely being home again like i said i'm sure that's why i feel nostalgic i always do i mean how can you not with your mom and your sibling and your childhood home looking at the pictures looking at all the baby pictures which reminds me okay this is good we're bringing this up I'm sure you guys know Maya Knight and her twins Scout and Violet. I honestly feel like a fake fan because I feel like I barely know them. I need to go look up her TikTok and, like, look at more of their TikToks because I've only seen a couple. But, of course, they're the most adorable twins. You know what? Maybe the second most adorable twins to, of course, me and my twin sister, Lucy. <laughs> no, they are just – they are adorable. And she is just a single mom and, like, oh, like a badass. Like, I just love them. Anyway, all that is to say, when I go home, I look at my baby pictures, and whenever I post baby pictures on my Instagram story, I get hundreds of DMs being like, oh my gosh, you guys look exactly like Scout and Violet, oh my gosh, I thought this was Scotch and vodka, I thought this was Violet and Scout, blah, 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 and like, some people today even, I posted one, I posted a couple, and some people were like, oh my gosh, I was scrolling quickly, and I literally thought that this was Scout and Violet, like, what the heck, and so I finally like i've been wanting to post my story so long saying like you guys I get this a lot Like I know like so many of you have pointed this out to me And I did a little poll like do you think we look like them or not? And last I checked 92% of you were like, yes, you look so much like them. So Yeah, I wonder if we really do or maybe everyone just associates like since we are baby girl twins and they're baby girl twins Like they look like but we, we really kind of do look like them like how weird And my twin sister, especially, Lucy, I feel like looks more like them in her baby pictures even more than me. But, yeah, I always get, like, floods of DMs for you guys. So if you've been one of the DMs being like, Gretchen, like, I keep trying to tell you, you you look like them as babies. Like, you have to see these twins. I'm like, I know, I know. I get all the DMs, girl, I've seen. But, yeah, it's kind of crazy. Like, what a coincidence, I guess. And while I was home over the weekend, it was, yeah, just very peaceful. I feel like I can just relax at home. We did lots of relaxing, playing Trivial Pursuit, like I said, watching like movies, just hanging out with my twin sister. We did so many walks with Brody and Teddy. Lucy and I actually were running with Brody off leash, and it was just a dream. Like, that was so magical. Actually, since we have time on this podcast, like, can I be honest? When we were running outside with him, it felt like such a... I don't even know, like moment out of like a movie, like it just felt like we were right where we were supposed to be in that moment and everything was happening for a reason. I don't know why it felt like such a spiritual moment because I will explain. We go out on this little run and right as we get outside, it starts raining, but it wasn't before that. We're like, really? And it starts sprinkling and then it's really downpouring, but we're already like so far from our house and we're just like, okay, it is what it is. Brody Lucy and I are like soaked but so I'm like mad at first but we start kind of laughing and we're like okay we're stuck in the rain we're soaked as it is like we might as well keep just running around and yeah so we're running around and then we are turning back to come towards our house and we're going down a hill and we look up and they're the two brightest rainbows ever and obviously because it was pouring rain but it was like kind of sunny as well so there was the brightest rainbows and we were like wow and we kind of had like a rough afternoon too so we were just like okay let's go to run with Brody like we'll feel better and we were just like I feel like we both almost started crying because we were like hi dad like that was such a sign from our dad literally two were like twin rainbows for his twins he was maybe like crying with us with the rain So you guys are probably like this is a little far-fetched Gretchen but I just see signs in my everyday life and even if it's not really a sign from my dad and I just think it is in my head you know, I'm okay with that because it brings me comfort and peace, right? So <laughs> I find signs in my day-to-day life from my dad. I'm like, oh, that must be for my dad. And it's probably just a coincidence and not at all, but you know what? I'm going to go with that. And we were like, wow, hi dad. Like maybe these rainbows are like, everything's going to be okay. And we run home and yeah, that was like really wonderful. Sorry. I just remembered that one moment. Did I say we went to hot yoga with our best friend, Hannah? That was lovely. We got pedicures with our mom. We, like, surprised her for her birthday. We were like, we're going to go get pedicures together. She was like, oh, my gosh, it's perfect. I've been needing one. We got Thai food. We ordered from my favorite place, Genoa. We just, like, had a ball. Oh, also, Durayman's. If you guys just, like, live in Albany, Genoa, Durayman's. I forget the name of this Thai place, but it was good. I forget because I haven't been before. Anyway, that was that that was great. And I know you guys already know how much I love taking my athletic greens since I've shown taking it in the morning and a bunch of my YouTube videos, but I had my athletic greens first thing this morning and I'm feeling energized and ready to tackle my day right now, honestly. And if you didn't know, one scoop of athletic greens has 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging, literally all the things. I mix mine with cold water in the morning and the flavor has really grown on me, honestly. I feel like I crave it now in the mornings, which I totally wasn't expecting at first when I first started taking it. To me, it tastes a little tropical, kind of like pineapple, but it's very mild, like nothing too crazy. I also add it to my smoothies from time to time, especially if I forget to take it first thing in the morning on its own, I'll just toss it in there. It's such an easy habit to incorporate into your life that has an enormous benefit to your overall health and well-being, exporting better sleep quality, recovery, mental clarity, and alertness, for example. Also, it's cheaper than getting all these different supplements Individually, by the way. They also have little travel packs that are so convenient when you're on the go. I actually have a pack of them, and my friends have been stealing them to try it out since I always rave about my greens powder. So, right now, friends, you better listen up since you keep stealing mine. <laughs> it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash happy hour. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash happy hour to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Also, wait, wait, wait. (laughs) I didn't even say. You guys always know I say something I'm happy about, happy quote or idea. What I'm happy about is obviously just being home this past weekend. Love being home, celebrating my mom's birthday. That's what I'm happy about. And this really isn't a happy quote. But this is like my overarching like what I couldn't stop thinking of when I was thinking of this episode It's actually the second thing kind of on my list of like what nobody tells you about adulthood So i'm just gonna say this right now That what i've really learned like the number one thing i've learned growing up is that a A lot of adults are just big babies like some people don't grow up because behavior of other adults can be very shocking and i'm like wow they are acting like a child so that's something that i've learned that's not like a happier and inspiring quote but that just really goes along with this episode that's just an idea of mine that i've kind of picked up on maybe that's like judgmental or rude of me or like i don't know bad of me to say But you guys know what I mean when when there's like some Karens and stuff going on. You're like, wow. Okay, age really is just a number because some people act like they were raised by wolves and never grew up at all. So anyway, (laughs) that's that. Um, But last thing about, or I guess a couple more things for life update. Sorry, I promise we're going to like get into this episode, but I realized that I think the last episode, since those are the guests, I didn't, I maybe roughly talked about how I went to Nashville. But I wanted to tell you guys, I had the best freaking time in Nashville. Like, I don't know how I had never gone before, since it's really not that far from where I live now, where I'm from, where I lived in Boston. And, of course, I always heard about it and heard about how fun it was. And so many of my friends and family have gone. And I just, it just never happened until the end of March. And I literally had a blast. I just felt like everyone's so nice there everyone was so friendly I didn't know I didn't have any expectations I didn't really know anything about it and we stayed like right downtown at the Joseph Hotel by the way highly recommend it was really nice and so close to everything and this is probably just very touristy and basic of me to say but we just ran around Broadway I think is the main road there that's what it's called and it's just bar after bar and but just so much fun like day drinking and like but obviously it's not all about the drinking but there's just so many like Uh, so much live music and performers and really yummy restaurants. We loved, I believe the restaurant we went to for dinner was called Modo. That was really good. Oh, Five Daughters, I'm remembering too. Best donuts ever. You have to go there. Also had so much fun on those little scooters. That you can take around cities. I believe they have them in Boston. Probably New York too. But I had never taken them before. And I also got a lot of DMs from girls. Oh wait, I'm having deja vu. I did say this. Like, so I talked about Nashville briefly in my last episode. But I got a lot of DMs from people being like, Oh my gosh, like those scooters are so dangerous. Like, be safe. Like, I got hurt on one or whatever. So I was kind of nervous. But I was just extra careful. Because I literally had a blast. Like, that was probably my highlight of Nashville. Was scooting around the town and just exploring on those scooters. Like, I don't know I just felt like a kid again it was literally so fun as I'm talking about this episode is about like being an adult and I'm like I felt like a kid scooting around (laughs) but okay last thing about Nashville is like can I just like brag for a second and be a proud girlfriend because he would never brag about himself or like talk about his accomplishments but it was seriously so exciting seeing max score in Nashville because it was actually the first goal of his that i've seen in person every other goal he's had this season has been away of course at an away game like no home game goals so it was just like so surreal seeing him score in person and in my mind it was like the sickest goal he scored this season and like my favorite goal because it was just really cool he like blocked a shot on the other end (laughs) i'm so bad at explaining he blocked a shot with his ankle he still has like this massive he had like a swollen black and blue ankle but obviously worth it because he blocked a shot and so he got like a breakaway because of that if that makes sense because he started skating really quick because he blocked the shot with the puck and so everyone's behind him so he has like a little breakaway and he scored on the breakaway and i don't know it was just so cool like in nashville against predators and yeah i don't know that was really cool speaking of The end of the hockey season is approaching quickly, which is crazy. I can't believe it's almost over. Like, we're almost halfway through April, especially as this episode's going up. I'm recording Monday, but this is going up from Friday. And, yeah, like, what? I feel like hockey season is so long, but I feel like this one really flew by. And we moved to Boston in a month. Like, ah, I literally can't believe it. I'm so excited it feels so surreal it feels like we're not going back but we literally are and I cannot wait to be there all summer like it's gonna be so much fun we're gonna travel we're gonna just have a blast I literally want to make like a bucket list for the summer except now I'm thinking is that gonna lead to like disappointment if I don't do everything (laughs) but I think that's so fun to just write down like all these things and ideas and activities I want to do so that especially if I'm like okay what are we doing like nothing I can just look to it and be like oh I wanted to do this or that I don't know you know sorry I'm just thinking out loud here I want to make a bucket list okay last thing before we get into this is I'm going to the Outer Banks actually like one week from today so like in a couple days when you're listening to this I can't believe I'm going to the Outer Banks again it feels like we went this time last year with my best friend Taylor it's her house in the Outer Banks and we're going again um just like last year but Going last year feels like yesterday. I cannot believe a whole year has passed, but it's gonna be so much fun. I can't wait. Girl time. I get to bring Brody. He's gonna run on the beach. It's gonna be so much fun. Okay, let's get into this gosh dang episode, huh? (laughs) Finally, you guys are probably like, oh I should warn you guys in the beginning, be like, okay, skip forward this many minutes or something. But I hope you like the catch-up chit chat as much as I do because it feels like I get where I'm like hanging out with a friend right now. Okay what I didn't expect about adulthood. What nobody tells you. Number one, there are so many things you have to think about all the time. Nobody tells you that when you're a kid. Maybe they do. Maybe that's why they're like, don't grow up too quick. But it's like, not a day goes by, even on the weekends, when I'm like, okay, Gretchen, unplug, like, just relax. No, there are still things you have to tend to. Like, you're just always adulting. Or maybe this is, like, a pressure I put on myself, and maybe, like, it's okay to let the dishes pile up or the laundry pile up. Oh no, but see, as I'm saying that, like, that's, ugh, ugh, I have anxiety. Like, if it's, like, a Sunday and I let dishes pile up in the sink, like, no, oh my gosh. I want to be able to, like, move on with my day. So, yeah, maybe some of this is, like, self-imposed, but, like, <laughs> I'm just... There are so many things you have to think about being an adult. Like, why? It's not fun. Can someone just streamline everything you have to think about into, like, one app or one, like, all of your accounts for all your utilities and savings and employer and, I don't know, it's just, like, what in one place. Maybe that it's all in your laptop or all on Google Chrome. <laughs> I don't know, you guys. I just sometimes it feels very overwhelming. Maybe that's just like my personality, thinking of everything at once, and that's like my fault. But why, at twenty five, am I worrying? Well, I guess everybody has to worry. Like, uh, like savings. Am I am I doing enough? Am I saving in the right? in the right areas like mutual funds should I crypto question mark like what are NFTs I don't know should I be like should I <laughs> I'm just gonna be very candid this episode you guys are gonna be like she's an idiot <laughs> no, I'm just being honest over here like do I have the right bank account like do I but oh, see this is my personality like I'm always like am I in the right place doing the right things am I is everything like right but it's like everyone's just trying to find their own way like nobody really knows what they're doing but like I'm always thinking about savings, investments. I got to worry about my Wi-Fi, my Wi-Fi bill, cable, cable bill, like all the utilities. That's annoying. Rent, loans, tuition, car loans, loans for all the things, credit cards, your car, did I say car already? Bills of all sorts, all your different accounts. And you know what's overwhelming is all your accounts online for like every single different brand and login and you don't remember the passwords and it's like oh that's annoying <laughs> I'm just complaining in this episode of why being an adult is like not ideal like sometimes relationships like keep, keeping up with relationships is exhausting but sometimes it can feel that way you know like I feel like I always need to be checking in with like friends and family which is like a good thing and like a happy thing but it's like there's just so much you got to think about all the time groceries furniture Furniture is so expensive. That's something you don't know when you're a kid. Like, ew. I know. (laughs) I was going to say something horrible. I I should not joke about this. Especially, well, I was going to say, now I understand. But honestly, this is just like, seriously, a thought in my head. I now understand why adults drink, okay? To just like be present kind of and be in the moment and just like de-stress. Which I obviously recommend other ways of de-stressing. Like healthy ways of de-stressing. Not drinking, especially because I need to not say this at all. Because you know what, alcoholism like runs in my family, there's like a history of that. And yes, okay, that's all I will say about this. You guys are like, Gretchen, you're digging yourself into a hole. So, but, but you know what, in a way, I am just just take this very lightheartedly because I remember being a kid and being like so upset like around my parents if they would drink or like family and being like why do adults drink like I think I was just annoyed or like why is there this activity that adults participate in that kids can't like I feel so left out like why is it something that adults do and then I'm like but they would be like oh it's bad for you so that's why like you can't as a kid but I'm like okay well if it's bad for you, then why do you do it I don't understand and they would be like oh it doesn't taste good and you know if you like Have a sip when you're young. I don't know. And it doesn't taste good and it's bad for you. So you're like, why do you? I don't understand. I was just like, why don't you drink like a lemonade that tastes way better? And it's not bad for you and whatever. But now (laughs) at 25, I understand. Because sometimes it just makes you feel a little bit present and a little less worried. And like you just want to have a drink at happy hour after work with your friends on like a Friday. You know? Like I get it now. Because being an adult is overwhelming but again I would not recommend um, drinking as a like solution to your worries I would implement other healthy stress relieving tactics such as journaling therapy working out meditating I would refer you to one of my self-care episodes okay trying to dig myself out of that hole moving on (laughs) on to my point of a lot of adults are just big babies And um, so this is my little negative twist on this episode in a sort of disappointing and shocking way at times, right? Like I honestly think back to college being, obviously it's a transformative time for many people. And for me, in a lot of ways, like I just look back at 18 to 22 when I graduated, I was a different person. I lived through so much life. I just felt like life changed so much in those four years. And it was very transformative for me in this way, especially my freshman year. Like, don't get me wrong, you guys, because my parents, I think, raised me very well. My mom, especially, always was such a hard O on me, my sister, and, like, always instilled respect in me and, like, respecting adults, respecting your elders and your family members and just everyone in general. And just, like, really emphasize that, that, like, to not be disrespectful and you have to treat everyone with respect, even if you know, it's an adult that you don't like or whatever. You have to be respectful. So it's important to respect adults. However, I think by the age of like 19, 18, 19, 20, I just realized that if someone is very disrespectful to you and it's over the line and you're being like mistreated and it's too much and it's not just an adult being like, I don't know, matter of fact and just... uh, Teaching, like if it's actually bad, you don't have to deal with that because I guess after 18, like you are a young adult, and I just think there's a time and a place that you can like stand up for yourself and sort of like advocate for yourself. You know, we all like know what I'm talking about here. <laughs> I'm like pretending like I have a glass of wine with me. I wish I did, I'd have like a little bit more courage to talk about what I'm gonna talk about. Um, I thought about it for this episode, but I'm like, no, Gretchen, you're gonna fall asleep. We all know what I'm talking about. We're 30 minutes in. Like we can, let's just be real. <laughs> you guys all know what I was up to my freshman year of college. um, Being on the rowing team in college. And I felt at times that being, uh, yeah, like mistreated or sort of like treated very disrespectfully by coaches was not okay. For example, being sweared at like yelled at like swearing yelling at me in front of my peers not good <laughs> I don't think I've ever said this publicly so just forget what I said okay but like that happened so aside from me and my experiences with this just, just one example it is really shocking to me how I will see adults act in public like, towards customer service people, the grocery store, post office, etc. You know what I mean? Like, we've all been around a Karen, and I want to cut them some slack, give them some grace. Like, everyone has their bad days, but that also is not an excuse or, like, justification to, like, yell at someone who's helping you package your, like, package at the post office or, like, shipping it out for you. You know, like, it makes, it's made me so uncomfortable when I see other adults being, like, very rude and very karen y you know what I mean? Because I'm just like, wow, that sweet person working in this, like, customer-facing job did not deserve that, like, ugh, like, it's just so, you know, and it just really reminds me to be extra sweet Extra patient I remember talking about this in a vlog especially around the holidays People obviously get like really crazy and really overwhelmed and there's long lines places and places are crowded like malls and stuff But it's like that's an even more important moment to be extra sweet to people working in these stores because they're overworked They're tired. They're dealing with like a lot of angry customers And don't be the big baby be the actual adult who is like taking some responsibility and being mature, you know so That's what I have to say about that is nobody tells you that. I'm just like, wow. Right as you graduate high school, college, you clearly are so wise and so sweet and so respectful. And it is so, it is still shocking to me. Like especially like when, this is like all day specific, but when women are like moms or men are dads, I am like, wow, they must have so much patience, so much empathy, They must be so inclusive and sweet. Like, they have kids. Like, they have to be. And so when they're not, I'm like, this is even more shocking. Like, you have children. Like, how are you not being, you know? Sorry I'm being, like, so vague here. But, I mean, I I did give you a pretty, like, concrete example. I'm sure you guys know what I'm talking about here. Next up, adulthood. It just sort of happens. (laughs) Like, why does it have to happen? Why do we have to grow up? And it happens ever so slowly. So one day it just hits you, right? (laughs) And like when? When are you really an adult though? Because I'm like, I guess legally 18, but I really, I don't feel like an adult at 18. Oh my gosh. I could barely take care of myself. I was in college. Like I really was not taking care of myself, really taking responsibility at 18. Like you're a baby, like you're still so young it just hits you and you know I guess it's a privilege to be 18 and still feel like so sheltered and babied and be able to turn to my parents because I know a lot of people have to grow up a lot quicker due to their circumstances so I do want to mention that but one day you are 25 sitting in this chair podcasting like me and you're no longer 15 <laughs> and like why does time fly <laughs> this is me being nostalgic again but this is reminding me with my twin sister and friend Hannah back home over the weekend we were talking about growing up and we always are like so nostalgic together. I'm sure you guys are too with like childhood, hometown friends and talking about like moments when you're younger. And I said to them, I said, you guys, we are closer to 35 right now than we are to 15. Just let that sink in. I'm sure any of you guys could do that. Like add 10 years to your current age and subtract 10 years. And it's really like freaky and creepy to think How you were like closer to the older one than the younger one because i'm like, oh 15 I mean that was yeah, that was a while ago But like feels like just yesterday like I can remember being 15 and then i'm like, oh god 35 like no No, no, that is so far away. That is so grown up and then i'm like, wait a second hang on (laughs) That's just like plus and minus 10 years around the fact that i'm like halfway to 30 from 20 Do you know what I mean? Like i'm in between 20 and 30 like that's gross I don't know, like I just want time to slow down, like I think I just don't like this growing up thing, and like life is good as you get older, you know, I always remember my dad saying that 27 was his favorite age, but I think in a way that kind of scares me, because I'm like, wow, like the closer and closer it gets to 27, like if that's the peak, then I'm nervous for being like over 27, but I just remember him saying that was the best age, you're still so young and fun, but like don't have too much responsibility. Well, I guess for in his case, he didn't have kids yet. I think my mom and him were engaged, maybe not engaged yet. But he's like, you're young, but not too young where you're broke. Like you probably have a job and have some money. Maybe you get to travel, have fun with friends. Like you're sure of yourself, you're confident, and yeah, twenty seven was just like his favorite age. And I'm like, wow, like I'm almost there. Is twenty seven the peak, you guys? I guess it's different for everyone. Some people are like, wow, I feel like your forties are your best years, and just wait till you're 40. so. I I don't know. But I feel like each year as you grow up, time like accelerates. Like the years come quicker, you know? Don't people say that? The days are long, but the years go fast. Like it's so true. Ah! (laughs) This episode is scaring me. Hang on. Can we talk about how unmanageable hair can be, especially when it's frizzy, tangled, damaged, or dry? Nothing is more frustrating. I deal with all the above personally, probably since I've bleached my hair for over 15 years now. So let me tell you, the leave in conditioner from Way is my lifesaver. I actually physically cannot even get a brush throughout my hair. When I get out of the shower without this product since my hair gets so tangly if you relate to what i'm talking about You especially need this leave-in conditioner My hair would actually be a dry frizz ball without this since way's leave-in conditioner hydrates detangles fights frizz and even acts as a heat protectant Trust me your hair will thank you So for protection from heat dryness and frizz the way to healthier hair is way's best-selling leave-in conditioner It's really my non-negotiable like must use it in my hair every time I get out of the shower My ride or die. So take a to tangles flyaways and breakage for all hair types like I have it protects your hair from heat up to 450 degrees and it has the best floral scent seriously it smells so good you guys so discover a new way of life with a leave-in conditioner from Way. go to t-h-e-o-u-a-i that's the way.com and use code h-h to get 15% off your entire purchase that's 15% off your entire order at dot com. code h-h next up what I've learned about adulthood <laughs> I can't wait to listen to this episode, by the way, when I am 35 and I'm going to be like, what was I talking about? I didn't know anything. I was 25. But what I've learned, and I know you guys relate to this, especially if you're like around my age or a little older or whatever. There is such an emphasis on being serious. Oh, well, I was thinking about my next one, which we'll get to. But I just feel like there is such an emphasis on being serious as an adult, like, take things seriously, you know, like, in high school and college, like, you have to take this seriously, you have to pass this class, you have to get this GPA, you have to be serious, you have to get into grad school, you have to get your master's, like, everything just seems so serious, your finances, like, it's very important, you must save, you must do this, and if you don't, you're going to be behind, and it's so scary, and it's so stressful, and, oh my gosh, I can't with the, and, like, I'm, like, so influenced by this, by, like, the expectations and, like, the seriousness of being an adult, and I guess expectations are sort of, like, more like comparisons i'm putting myself versus other people my age but for the longest time i was like a home is the ultimate goal like you have to buy a house and that is the best use of your money and you're not really an adult until you buy a house and i feel like i remember listening to a podcast and there it was basically like you almost feel like at times you're a second class citizen for renting and i'm like i kind of feel that way like And they're like, honestly, it's, um, this was a Skinny Confidential episode. I remember them saying, like, the government literally treats you that way, too. With, like, taxes and stuff, you were incentivized to, like, buying a home. And it's just crazy that that's that way. Like, it's such a pressure. But for a lot of people and for a lot of reasons, like, that doesn't make sense. And I think I fall into that category. We move around so much. A lot of people in the hockey world do have homes and, like, a home base. And I think that's great. And I know we will get to that point. But for the past year or so I really thought I was going to buy a house and I just felt this like enormous pressure of like I have to do this to be a grown-up and whatever and then I really thought about it and I'm like yeah that would be great to have a home base for the summer whatever but also short-term leases for the summer and like I guess longer-term leases in season work for us right now and if that's working why am I feeling so pressured to do something that is like the maybe biggest financial decision you will make in your life and just an enormous responsibility like why is it something I'm feeling, like, pressured into because of other people my age or what people tell me? Like, can I just think for myself for a moment? So, yeah, that uh, that's just, like, my own journey that I'm on right now is I'm like, wait, I don't want to buy a house. I am not ready yet. I don't think I want to take on that responsibility. Like, does anyone feel ready? I just feel like I will feel more ready later on in life, and it will feel more right, and that time is not now, and that's okay. It could be in the coming years, but you know what I mean? Anyway, I digress from... Like, everything is serious. Your relationships in your 20s are serious because what if that, like, leads to engagement and marriage and, you know, and like, and not even romantic, but like your friendships and uh, responsibilities, diversifying your assets and your friends and your food so your diet is healthy and optimized and just like everything feels so serious. And sometimes I think to myself, like, where is the joy and fun in adulthood and being an adult? Like, I have to remind myself to have fun sometimes. And how gosh dang sad is that? Like, that is so sad. Ugh, I just feel like some people may be having fun and leading their life with joy and, like, fun comes easier to them. I feel like I am that type of person, but sometimes I'm just in the minutia of every day, like, grinding. And I'm like, where is the fun? Like, can I schedule in some time to just be a human and, like, go to... Top Golf? I don't know. I don't know. You know what I mean? Wait, side note, I'm realizing what I wanted to say in the beginning. <laughs> I love you guys on a cliffhanger. You probably didn't even realize I'm all over the place, but I was saying how I digress for one moment, promise. I was saying how, oh, unforeseen circumstances earlier, because I brought my mic home to record. I was like, I'm going to record at home. It's going to be such a relaxing vibe. It'll be so great. But then I always, like, plan, like, a couple work things for when I'm home. But then I'm in my relaxing vibe, and I don't want to do the work things. So it's like, why did I even plan for that? You know, I should have just waited to record when I got back here. Which is what I ended up having to do anyway, because the unforeseen circumstances was that our neighbors behind us back home, like, I guess my mom's neighbors, are quite loud and i'm like is our house made of paper because you can literally hear the dogs are so loud like the dogs are always in the backyard barking really loud which you like literally could hear my podcast and i was finally like okay now's a good time i can do it then there was a leaf blower for no joke i'm not kidding. over an hour like i tried to start recording for over an hour and this leaf blower would not stop and i'm like you know what no because i kept thinking you know it's probably not that loud in the mic and then i'm like "Uh, no like i'm not gonna deal with this like i just want a quiet nice environment I need good quality sound for my listeners, and I'm just not going to do this. I had it up to here with that gosh dang leaf blower. I was like, I'm done. And I'm not kidding you guys. Right as I sat down to record this, a car alarm was going off here at 10 o'clock, and I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, this cannot be real life. Like, this is not happening right now. (laughs) Maybe I was telling myself, like, loud noises happen when I record a podcast, and then it happened. There's me manifesting. Okay. Sorry. Clearly, I have some, like, energy going on right now. (laughs) I'm, like, talking about a minute. On to the next one, which was going with what I was saying before. A pressure and an emphasis on being serious. There is also an enormous, this is what I was saying, you really feel, I feel like if you're my age, you're like probably older, like late 20s, especially like early 30s, such an emphasis on growing up quicker. And what I mean by that is things like a pressure for engagement in the relationship you're in which goes back to the seriousness of like okay i'm in this relationship wait i'm this age so like does this mean we have to get engaged i just feel like there's such a pressure when deep down in reality it should come down to you and your partner and thinking like deep down is this person i want to spend the rest of my life with are we that like serious with each other are we both like equally in this do our values align Do our goals like do we want the same things do we are we best friends like uh, do we have fun together do we uh, all these things but, the, but yet I feel like for a lot of times it's like, oh my gosh, I'm 30. And I'm in this relationship for like a year or two. Let's get engaged. And there's such a pressure. And it's so sad to me because it's like, we all need to take a step back and just focus on ourselves and like what we're doing in our own life. This is good. This is me reminding myself too, because we all see, and I think it's obviously gotten worse with Instagram, Facebook, seeing what everyone else your age from your high school is doing. And I'm like, wow, I'm behind. They have two kids and they're married in the house. And, and I'm like, no, 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 Gretchen, you're not behind. You're on your own path, doing your own thing, living your own life. And where you're at is right where you're supposed to be right now. So, like, enough of this pressure and emphasis. Like, it's just let things be as they are. And especially what I cannot handle is the pressure and emphasis on, well, I just talked about the engagement, marriage, all that. But the kids and the getting pregnant and babies, that is, like, such a personal and I feel like I've really seen in the past couple of years, like, such a personal and sensitive topic And it's so sad to me. I feel like people do get about it, get it more nowadays because people that struggle with like infertility share on social media. And so I feel like people are more aware, but I hate and I cringe so much when people are pressuring someone else to like, oh my God, when are you going to try? Are you having kids? like, oh, especially families. I feel like mother-in-laws are the worst. They're like, where are our grandkids? Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you never know what someone's going through and just just don't ask. Just don't, just don't pressure. Because someone could be dealing with infertility for like years and you could not know and they maybe haven't opened up with it because it's really hard. And so this pressure on engagement, marriage, kids, babies, in- pregnancy, all of that just needs to like stop and like slow down. And I just think that needs to be like a personal decision between you and your partner and not, it's just like such a pressure of like society and i don't know it just is what it is but i just feel like that's something that i've really learned in adulthood and i never knew was a thing like in my teens you know it's like all people ask you when you're in a relationship and in your 20s and it's like hang on can i just like be present for a second and live in the moment and love these moments because sometimes i'll feel that way too i'm like Am I behind? Am I moving too slow in my relationship? And then I'm like, Gretchen, no. One day you are going to be married and you are going to have kids and you are going to have a house. And you're going to look back to when you were 25 and be like, gosh dang it, why was I worried? I wish I was living in the moment and traveling more and just experiencing life and just literally having fun because now I have way more responsibility than I did before. So can I just like chillax for a sec? This is a reminder for those of you around my age as well. Like the list just goes on and on for this sort of realization of adulthood because. It's always like keeping up with the Joneses, right? Isn't that the phrase? Like, everyone just feels like they have to keep up with the car or the house or the dog or the pet or the baby or the ring or the. And it's like, can we just stay in our own lane sometimes, you know? And and again, the more I talk about this, the more I realize I feel like so much of this is like from social media because I feel fine and great with where I'm at, but then I see like people from my hometown in my graduating class of high school doing X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, ah, do I need to be doing that too? When in the reality is, no, I don't. I need to live my own life and mind my own gosh dang business. (laughs) Next realization of adulthood. It never ends. (laughs) (laughs) this episode is like negative and bleak and I'm like welcome to the happy hour podcast um but yeah like sometimes it just feels very overwhelming who's with me adult like and it maybe we get used to it as life goes on I hope and can find like a a peaceful balance and everything is expensive like literally everything and it makes me realize that being a kid like you're so privileged when you're a kid maybe privileged not the word you're so naive you're so lucky like not having really any responsibility at all. I remember being stressed of having to fi- like fix not fix, finish my like math times table homework when I was in elementary school and I was like oh this is so stressful. No it wasn't. That's the only thing I had on my plate. I wasn't even like making my breakfast or lunch, you know? And now I really understand. I think I said this before, but like why adults are so crazy and like hard on kids being like don't be in a rush to grow up like slow down I wish I was your age I remember when I was your age again you know like ugh. especially the everything was expensive part didn't I say furniture everything costs money and you know especially back to the house and why I'm not in a rush to the house this changed my whole opinion I don't know if I've talked about this on a podcast but I think again it was like a skinny confidential episode I heard someone say rent is so if you were in the Play, same place as me, where you're thinking like, do I rent? Do I buy? And that's great if you know you're gonna be there and you want to settle down. Like, I think buying a great option. Whatever. What do I know? I haven't bought. But what changed my whole mind is when I heard rent is the least you will pay every month. No, no, no. I already screwed it up. <laughs> Scratch that. Rent is the most you will pay every month. Like when you pay your rent every month, that's all you pay. But when you have a mortgage, you buy a house. Your mortgage that you pay each month is the least you will pay and they explain how my rent every month here when something breaks something goes wrong blah 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 I just contact my leasing office maintenance maintenance fixes it even if it's really expensive for them whatever like I don't pay that that's because I'm renting an apartment but when you own a place and you have a mortgage it's like that really is the least amount of money you were gonna the less amount the wait the least the less amount The smallest amount of money you'll be paying every month. And that's not actually what you're paying in reality. Because there's taxes and homeowner and and your driveway needs to be paved and your, I don't know, your furnace breaks and like all these things. Maybe some of these things come with like homeowner's insurance. But again, you're like paying that insurance that you wouldn't normally pay. Oh, I guess I pay renter's insurance. But do you guys know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I just feel like there's so many things into buying like property, even like buying a car. Oh, that was like so much paperwork and so much. So many things on the credit score. Like, don't get me started. Being an adult stinks. (laughs) If you're younger listening to this, don't grow up. (laughs) Slow down time. Stay right where you're at. Like, pause the age that you're currently at and don't grow up a single more year. Because it seems like with each year, there's, like, another responsibility, right? I guess at 25, that's it, right? Like, I can finally um, fully rent a car and not pay more money, stuff like that. But, ugh. Okay, what I really didn't expect the most, you guys, nearing the end here in adulthood was, maybe this is just specific to me, but was the desire to be close to family. Let me explain. That sounds a little bitchy. (laughs) I'm like, screw them. (laughs) But I think COVID really did this to me. I mean, I know it did because, okay, let me explain. So before covid and I just think high school college I was so like woo like I mean you guys know if you followed me back then I was traveling constantly money really burned a hole in my pocket and I felt very blessed that I had the means to pay for my tuition pay myself through college thank goodness my parents screwed my head on right and were like education is so important like they fully instilled that value in me of the importance of education so I'm so happy that I decided that education was worth my time and that I paid for my tuition but on the side of that I was also paying for traveling a lot and I think what that did for me was really like opened my eyes of like I can be anywhere and live anywhere like the world is so big the world is my oyster I was so like living in different cities for summers in between semesters and I was just like I am never gonna live at home again like I don't, like, I love my family, but I can always visit them. Like, I love Southern California, and, like, why don't I live there? Like, I can live anywhere, especially, obviously, very blessed, lucky. I know I'm privileged with my career and how my job has always been remote in nature. So I know this, like, you know, like, I know I'm lucky to be saying this, but I was always like, wow, I'm going to live, like, all these different places. Like, I can always visit my family. But then I just realized, I think, with COVID, I'm like, wow, family is so important, and with the world being so scary, I was just so comforted being near family, and then realizing as I get older, like, so many families, like, young families, and couples, and, when they're growing their families, decide to be in your family for like childcare and just like, it's so nice when you have kids, like be near their grandparents, like your parents, like that's so sweet. And my parents always said that they wish their parents were nearby when we were really little. So I don't know. I just feel like I think differently about things now. And I always thought that I was going to be moving around and didn't care to be near family. And now I'm like, family is literally everything. Like family is so important and again, maybe this is me, like, sorry, being deep for a second, but obviously losing my dad so unexpectedly at a young age really forced me into adulthood, and I just felt like, okay, like, he taught me for the first 22 years of my life to be an adult, and, like, the, the, what is it called on a bike? The training wheels are coming off. Like, I am really just being thrown out into the world now, and, like, sink or swim, I gotta do this. I mean, obviously, I still have my mom, but I just felt like my dad taught me so much, and, It really like made me be an adult. Why was I saying this? I think I was just saying how I started to really feel like an adult and I don't know, take more responsibility and realize like, oh yeah, that it's important to be close to family and why that matters. Oh, I was saying that obviously because I'm getting delusional now. Now it's like 11 o'clock over here, but because I lost my dad at such a young age, I think that in maybe a negative way ish, sometimes like I clutch on so tightly to my friends and family and I'm so scared of anyone I know or love like being hurt in any way or going through any hard time because I don't want to lose anyone because that was obviously like the hardest thing I've ever been through um Well, that's kind of bad because it's like, Gretchen, I need to like chill out and that needs to not like hinder me like living my life, you know, but I don't think it does because I just realized that for the millionth time, family is everything and being close to them is so nice and like if I can do that, why wouldn't I? Like just my mindset about it all has totally changed. Okay, bonus, you know, little ending off note here, little star at the end. I was thinking about how... I miss, but you know, what? I will say I had a lot of energy this episode. Sometimes at the end of the episodes, I'm like, am I making any sense? I'm like falling asleep. No, no, no. I have so much energy. Like I'm, you know, this is also making me realize I've had so many tangents. Maybe this is the late night me, but that is to say that like, I feel like by nature, innately, I am a night owl. And I really, especially in adulthood, have to fight that because it's like, okay, Gretchen, be an adult, work normal hours like nine to five, go to bed at a reasonable hour, get up at a reasonable hour. But it's like, if this is like what works for me and how I function, I need to just do stay in my own lane, like I said, right? Like, do what works for me. Like, here I am recording on a Monday at 11 p.m. Maybe I have no work, but like work life balance. I don't know. But yeah maybe that's why I have so much energy because I think like deep down I really am a night owl but I just have forced myself to become more of a morning person but in general I do miss like my 16 17 18 year old energy you know like literally never ending don't you guys think about that back to high school if you're older like me older, aka just not in high school anymore. Like I think back to high school and if you are in high school right now, how do you do it? Like how did we do it? Go to school all day long and then practice and then homework and then this and then that and it's like and your chores and like did the energy just never stop because we didn't sleep and we had like so much going on, you know? So yeah, I miss that. That's something I've learned in adulthood. And my 20, I think i a light, hard to know. My I miss my 21-year-old hangovers that were nearly non-existent because at 25, it's a little bit different. Got a pounding headache all day. I feel like I really can't do anything. So I'm so scared to see what my 35-year-old hangovers will look like and on. (laughs) Probably just keeps getting worse, right? If you guys have any tips for me, let me know. I feel like a grandma. I'm like, oh, no, if I'm going to drink, like I can't tomorrow, and the next day can't be a work day. Like it's got to be a weekend. I got to, you know, I have to have a self-care the next day. I got to sleep in, take my bath, drink my liquid IV. (laughs) Yeah, adulthood really, what I didn't expect is turning into a grandma at the ripe age of 25, but I do feel like a Grammy. I'm like, I love getting into bed early with my silk PJs after a bath, reading a book. Like, that is literally my favorite moment in life right now, it, which tells me I'm a grandma. <laughs> or that I'm just like, you know, enjoying the simple things and getting good at taking care of myself. But I digress. I'm chit chatting so much. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. I did not even say in the beginning I was going to, but you guys, like one of you must have requested this episode because it was on my master list of episode ideas and I was just taking a look at it for this week and I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I have a lot to say about adjusting to life as an adult because there's so many things that nobody tells you and again, it just sneaks up on you and just kind of happens out of nowhere and like what age is that, you know? I said this before, but, like, not 18, maybe 22. That was obviously, like, a very, like, transformative year for me. I graduated college and, like, lost a parent. So I feel like I was really, like, okay, I'm an adult now. Like, I got to, you know, get it together. But I guess it's different for everyone. So, yeah. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Love you so, so much. Thanks for listening. And I will catch you in my next episode. Bye.